0: Now back to Bet MGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by Bet MGM. Again, the breaking news: Jim Harbaugh accepting the job to be the Chargers' new head coach. Uh, Sharon Moore looked like he looks like he's going to be the favorite to get the head coaching job in Michigan. Ryan, which totally makes sense. The guy they love him there. He was the head coach, when uh, Harbaugh was suspended. None of this should be a surprise. Anybody that thought Harbaugh was going to be in a spot where he was going to go back to Michigan after winning a national title, losing some key players, you know, and on top of that, having the NCAA breathing down his neck again, wasn't looking at the big picture. This all makes perfect sense, and if you promote from within, if you're Michigan, you put yourself in a position where you're less likely to be decimated by the transfer portal, like Alabama was. Alabama lost a lot of talent and recruits when uh, Nixon
1: been retired yeah yeah and guys in that locker room really like sharon Moore, you know and he lost a lot already but the guys that are there i don't think you really have to worry about losing those guys at the portal like you said if mm-hmm. you promote from within um yeah i mean and i even i love that hire for alabama kaylin DeBoer. but right you're seeing guys leave because that doesn't fit uh what they wanted to do so it's gonna be interesting to see what goes down uh all over the place not only at michigan But definitely with the Chargers. I know one thing, like Jim Harbaugh is going to fix the offensive line. He's going to fix the defensive line. I think he's going to be really good there. I think he's going to turn that thing around. How long do you think he stays, though? You know, it's funny. I was just thinking the same
0: thing before he goes to, like, Ohio State.
1: (laughs) Or just, like, calls it quick. Or
0: Kalen Kalen DeBoer gets fired at uh, Alabama, so Harbaugh goes there next. I mean, who knows? I I would love to see him stay there for a while. I'd love to see what we can get from Justin Herbert maximized as a quarterback this is finally the opportunity where we can look around and say you've got the head coach that works his magic on pretty much every quarterback he's come in contact with
1: yeah yeah and that's i mean like he's the quarterback whisperer and uh, he wins everywhere that he goes i can't wait to see it just because he's going to such a tough division he's going to the afc if i was a uh, head coach i'd probably want to be in the nfc you know i'd want to go to atlanta Mm -hmm. i'd want to go to carolina just because i think it's easier to win but you know what though Harbaugh, I ain't a coward, damn it. No.
0: He's going in and he's going in right into the lions den
1: and he says, Ryan, yeah. I ain't scared. I'm going in. Well, the good thing for him is he knows what he's getting with his quarterback. That's right? true. Like, you know Justin Herbert's the real deal. If you're Ben Johnson and you take the Washington job, yeah, you get to pick who you want, Caleb mm-hmm. Williams, Drake May, but you've never seen them play at this level before. So I yeah, man, I'm I'm really excited for this, though. I I think that this is the way to go if you're the Chargers too, just because they've done the early hire... Yeah. Brandon Staley, they probably hired him a year too early is what everybody mm-hmm. was saying, but it turns out that they just hired a guy that shouldn't have been a head coach, right? We're and starting to
0: wonder whether he should be an even defensive coordinator anymore.
1: No, I don't think that he should. I think that that's probably... Ah, I don't even want to say it out loud.
0: He'll he'll, he'll probably get a job at some point doing yeah, that. Green but in
1: Green Bay. <laughs> or Miami, it looks like. Because that's interesting well, what he... happened there. Fangio leaves after yeah. one year and uh, takes the job with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Great move by Nick Sirianni right there. But yeah, back to Harbaugh and the Chargers, man. I definitely think that they're winning by next year. I think that he could win a Super Bowl in the next three years. I don't think that he goes there, though, and they're in the AFC Championship game or they're playing in the Super Bowl next year. I just, Cincinnati's probably going to be back with Joe Burrow healthy. We'll see if they're able to keep T. Higgins if they use the franchise tag. Um, But, man, I mean, Justin Herbert finally has a real coach. The thing that would
0: also put, give me, give me pause uh, for that team just making a huge jump right away, is that the Chiefs are going to be aggressive this offseason. Patrick Mahomes pissed off this year, and you know that organization's smart, and they're going to say, well, our franchise quarterback, we don't want him upset. Let's go get him some receivers in the draft, in free agency. Kansas City will be a better team next year. Uh, Denver I don't know what's going on with Russell Wilson, but Sean Payton is a good head coach and is going to get the most out of that team, whatever the case is. They're going to probably make some decisions this offseason that might be a little bit tough. The Raiders, on the other hand, I don't know what the hell they're doing. I mean, I listen, I like Antonio Pierce, but Tom Telesco, are you kidding me? Like, what? Are, are, are we serious? I, the, yeah. I saw a tweet today where it was like, Antonio Pierce and Tom Telesco had never met at all until the interview for his job. It never works out well when the head coach is already hired, and then they hire the general manager. I've seen it before. I've watched this movie. It never has a good ending.
1: I think their thoughts right there, like making that hire, was just, hey, we know this guy's aggressive. This guy's going to spend a bunch of money. He's going to get the free agents that we want, and we have a bunch of money to spend, and we're an attraction. You know what I mean? Like For Vegas, it's more about the attraction. We want to fill the seats. That is true. We do want to compete. We want to be a playoff team. We want the playoff revenue. We would love to host one of these, but we know we're a couple years away. We have some talent talented players that people want to come out and see like a Devontae Adams. Uh, And so let's try to get more guys in here through free agency. I, but yeah, I mean, even as tough as the AFC West is because of the chiefs, that's a good point though, because the Broncos aren't ready to win next year. I don't think, I mean, Russell Wilson actually had his best year in three years and Sean Payton still benched him down the stretch, you know? So I think that's going to take some time. I think the Raiders are going to take some time and with the chargers, you know, maybe there's, maybe they kind of have to like rebuild on the fly just because they are 40 million over the cap. They have no cap money. So every move they make has to be through the draft. And luckily for them, they have a top five pick and it'll be interesting to see where they go with that. Do they add another pass rusher? Do they go wide receiver Malik neighbors? Like you said, Mm -hmm. I think that would be Mm -hmm. a great fit. I don't think there's a huge drop off between him and Marvin Harrison, but like also where's where's Marvin Harrison going to go now? If Chicago goes Caleb Williams, number one, and Washington has to go quarterback. Yep. So it's either Jaden or it's Drake May. And let's say Jaden Daniels does end up going number two. Somebody's somebody's probably looking to move up then for Drake May. So maybe maybe Marvin Harrison dips. And by dips, I mean drops to like fourth or fifth. And then they can move up and, and get Marvin Harrison. Imagine Justin Herbert and Marvin Harrison. Because I agree, I mean, with what Brad Evans just said right there. Either Keenan Allen's going to have to take a pay cut or they're probably going to have to cut Keenan Allen or look to move on from Keenan Allen. And I don't think, if you're Keenan Allen, why the hell would you take a pay cut? You had yeah. a monster season. and mm-hmm. You actually stayed healthy for 80% of it. Mike Williams is the guy that should have to take the pay cut or should be cut. Austin Eckler's gone, man. I thought Austin Eckler was going to be gone this year. He's Horrible not gonna, season. He's not going to take the franchise tag, and he's also a running back. I'm not paying a running back that's approaching 30 years old. And, uh, I mean, even 28 years old, Dalvin Cook, people were like ripping the Dalvin Cook thing in Minnesota, you know, and he, he didn't do anything this year until last week. So (laughs) he looked his best. Yeah. With the Ravens. So, uh, It's going to be awesome, though. I I think this NFL draft is going to
0: be chaotic. I really do. I think there's going to be teams trying to trade up for quarterbacks. We could have maybe seven wide receivers go in the first round, which would top a couple of years ago. The Jameson Williams, Jahan Dotson, you'd go to all all of those five wide receivers that were drafted. I cannot wait for the NFL draft, and I can't wait to see what the Chargers are going to do. I also can't wait to have Jeff Feinberg on at uh, 9 Eastern on the Chargers. That's going to be, I promise you now, that is something you definitely want to make sure you stick around for. All right, so we got some updated uh i really love these markets as we get closer and closer now to like the end of the playoffs just to kind of have an idea of where players are sitting uh most passing yards in the NFL playoffs right now baker is sitting at 686 yards. See what people forget with this is like guys can be eliminated but still end up leading the playoffs in whatever these categories are just because they put up big numbers. Baker had a monster game last week until that you know that interception when it was all done. Yeah. Jared Goff's minus 125, Patrick Mahomes is 2 to 1, uh, Brock Purdy's plus 450. He's sitting there with just 252 passing yards. Lamar's 30 to 1. Like so, you know, you you sit here and you look and go I kind of feel like this is almost still going to be Baker when it's all said and done, unless Brock Purdy plays in good weather and they throw the hell out of the football, which is a possibility. The weather report's looking a little bit better than, of course, in the Super Bowl. If they're there, he can rack up some yards because they're going to be inside.
1: Yeah, I kind of like the number for Purdy. I mean, I know he only, ha- only had 252 passing yards against Green Bay, but also uh, he just could not adjust to the wet ball. He didn't have mm-hmm. Debo. Debo gets knocked out of that game, so you got to take him out of the game plan. Uh, Green Bay matched up actually pretty well with Brandon Ayuk in that game. I thought Kittle was going to do even more, and he still had a huge game. Um so I wouldn't hate the number with Purdy just because you're getting better than 4-1 to one odds. With Lamar, man, I like the under in that game against KC. I took the under at 46. Mm-hmm. I still like it at 44.5. I think they're going to use his legs a lot. I think they're going to run the ball a lot. So I don't like his number. I think that's why that's priced as is. It's tempting, though, when you're giving me 2-1 to one with Pat Mahomes even though Mm -hmm. I don't think that they're going to be able to do a whole lot in the throw game against that Baltimore secondary. I think Mahomes is going to have a big game with his legs, actually. By big game, I think he's going to go over 26.5 rushing yards. Goff's interesting as well, though, in this matchup. I mean, Detroit's really good against the run, and they could get after the quarterback. And I know Jared Goff's really sensitive to pressure, but he's pretty damn good against the Blitz. He's averaging over seven yards per completion against the Blitz. So, you know, maybe that's that's a decent look, but it's priced minus 125. So... If I'm gonna play this market, it's probably gonna be Pat Mahomes, which I'm like fighting with people on Instagram for the first time ever. And I'm not even like a Mahomes guy. I'm <laughs> yeah. an Aaron Rodgers guy, but I always made the same argument but with Rodgers. Well, real quick, why yeah. would
0: what do you mean you are not an Aaron like a Mahomes guy, you're an Aaron Rodgers guy? Like they're they're not rivals, well, they not it's not like Tom Brady, Peyton Manning so
1: in their prime. It's more I'm like fighting with like the Brady fanboys right oh, now. Well. And and I love Tom Brady, dude. I'm like I, I think Tom Brady is the GOAT. I think he's the most accomplished quarterback. But I don't think he's the most talented quarterback ever to play the game. I don't think he's more talented than Aaron Rodgers. I don't think that he can make the throws that Dan Marino could make. Like, Matthew Stafford is really talented. I'm not saying he's more talented than Brady. Maybe his arm strength, like his arm talent might be. Brady was a winner, though. Uh, You know, I mean, we talked about this last night. PJ and I did. The first Super Bowl MVP that Tom Brady won, he had 155 passing yards and one touchdown. He always had a top 10 scoring defense. He had... You know, for the majority, mm-hmm. well, except for the Super Bowl run in, in Tampa Bay, he had the best head coach of all time, the greatest defensive-minded head coach. So um, I'm not, like, making excuses that against the guy and saying he was a big fraud or a system quarterback. Brady was awesome. One of the best of all time. I just, like, if, if if we're doing a fantasy draft, right, and you're building your team, are you taking Tom Brady over Pat Mahomes?
0: You're talking about, like, a fantasy draft and these guys are in their primes? In their prime. Yeah, I'm taking Mahomes. Me too. So here's the thing, though. Your argument of Tom Brady being the most accomplished quarterback, but Mahomes being the more talented quarterback, kind of plays into the LeBron-Michael Jordan argument at the same time. But
1: I've always said, like, I always have this argument, and it's not even an argument. Me and my dad always talk about this, right? Like, Jordan was the better scorer. Yes. I look at Jordan, and I compare him to Kobe. I look at LeBron. Well, Kobe made
0: himself Jordan. He modeled his game after him.
1: LeBron is the better defender especially mm-hmm. like towards the end of Jordan's career I love him he didn't well, give any effort on well Jordan the
0: Jordan was a defensive player of the year so I I yeah, LeBron and his high. LeBron when LeBron put in effort defensively and he even has again you know this year he's a very good defender I wouldn't I wouldn't put him as a better defender over Michael Jordan but I would say much better facilitator I would say yeah. a much more complete player a much more efficient player you know and on top of that look at what he's done for this long in his career I can't believe we even found ourselves going down this rabbit hole into this but Scott you're laughing but like the thing about it, it's perfect. Also, he's a, he's a Chicago maker. guy. So, but like, but that's my thing. Is when people try to bring that up, if you just say best versus most accomplished, most talented, like we just have this big blanket argument of like this guy's the best ever. Well, but in what way? Like, what makes him the best ever? Not just he won six championships or he won seven Super Bowls. There's more to it than that.
1: Yeah. The ring talk's dumb, though. I mean, Mahomes has one more playoff win through seven seasons than Tom Brady. I mean, he, he's six already in playoff wins, and he's only 28 years old.
0: Yeah, but he's got to win more Super Bowl Bowls. He's That's gonna going to be used to. He, against he him.
1: He might win one in two weeks.
0: Which, again, it's a team sport. It's stupid. It should be much more than that, but whatever. It's a reason why it's an argument that will never actually be solved. It's bet yeah. MGM the night.